Welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends made by old friends, deciding what's good and what's bad in the world as we know it. I'm your host, Mike McFadden, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and friends, Mike Winand and Rob Silver and Pat Lothian. Men, November is upon us and winter's icy touch is close ahead. Tell me something good that's happening in your lives to distract me from the ongoing cold and inevitable heat death of the universe to follow. Let's start with you, Mike. What's going on? Uh, I got my uh, COVID booster shot, so Ooh, did that three nice. times, although I did it with the flu shot, which I would not recommend because it kind of knocked me out for a day, but uh, no COVID for me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. All right. Thanks, Mike. Pat, what's going on in your life? So I mentioned last week, I don't think on air, but I had opened Trello for the first time in a while, and it's like super complicated. So I decided to switch to Asana which I really like for task Can you, management. What are these words, by the way? <laughs> Trello, Asana, what are you talking so, about? Product Asana, management applications, yes. Robbie. Is like I, I know, but for the audience. Lists and stuff like that. And I set up all of the things that I needed to do and I broke them down into little pieces so that it would be really easy to just start knocking things off. And I set up a week and a half of tasks. Day one, great. Day two, great. Day three, there was a conference that we were covering at work and everything went out the window. And now I just have a lot of unfinished tasks over the last week, which kind of sucks. But that is life. It's easier to forget about things when you don't take notes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Sorry that life is misery, Pat. Um, Robbie, what's going on with you? Uh, I had a nice week. had a busy week with work. And it was a nice week. (laughs) All right. (laughs) nice and it was nice you can neither confirm nor deny that this week was nice i can't believe that we only averaged 30 listeners (laughs) (laughs) with stories like that (laughs) unbelievable uh all right gentlemen well i would like to give you my update that we made a pile of leaves for jack to run in and it was fun to watch a little boy (laughs) jump into a pile of leaves that you helped make um, so I highly recommend it. Go make a child and then teach them to walk. Throw them in some leaves. Throw them in some fall foliage. Are, are you also feeling like your child is now just like the most supremely fun age? Because I feel that way with Drew. She's just like, just fun and talking all the time and the cutest and just, she checks all the boxes. Uh, not I... what you said about her off air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree. They, they get a lot more fun as they get old. When they're babies, they don't do anything. And like you love them. <laughs> Terrible but, conversationalists. Yes. <laughs> not a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's play for or against. We'll go around naming topics and yell about them for a bit while you listen. Why? I don't know. You're the one who passed uh, play and subscribe. Rob, you're first. What's our topic? <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, he did just sell a lot of stock today. But not Elon Musk. Um, Also, what happened today is People magazine named Paul Rudd the sexiest man alive. Are you for or against Paul Rudd singularly being the sexiest man alive? Pat Lothian, you like Paul Rudd. Is he the sexiest? I could not be more for this. I love it. And I love that he... Like his response is basically like, 
this was the wrong choice, but I, I'm going to get business cards that say I'm the sexiest man alive. Um, and even his wife was like, oh, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love it. Four. Mike, two. All right, that's me, in case you didn't listen to last episode, uh, because I was born um, after Mike, one, or just the original Mike, original, original, original Mike, Mike? Original Mike. Mike. Mike classic. O-G-O-M. Okay, got it. <laughs> What's the second O stand for? Uh, both are original. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, I love Paul Rudd. He he's charming. He's endearing. He's a sweetheart. He's ageless. He's not sexy. Now I can understand wanting uh, to have an Ant Man shape. He's got some abs. Still, he's, he's too charming. He's he's a. Uh, He's the, the the guy you want to introduce uh, your parents to and say this is this is my guy and I'm with him forever and they're like great that's perfect this is not the guy that uh, you're going to fantasize about in, in a sexual manner um, I I just I don't see it I, I I'm happy for him I, I think it's great for for I think we are closer uh, to uh, let's say Paul Rudd, the, the, the four of us are closer to Paul Rudd than we are Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I would say that's probably <laughs> fair on the spectrum of Paul Rudd to Hugh Jackman. We're closer to uh, the former. Uh, so uh, I, that's I feel a very narrow spectrum. <laughs> it's a the, narrow spectrum. Yeah. You're saying like Paul Rudd is the lowest end and Hugh Jackman is the highest end. Like there's a lot below Paul Rudd. No, just I know. Saying, I'm just saying, but we're closer to Paul Rudd. Yeah. I'm not saying that we're in between Hugh Jackman and Paul Rudd. I'm just saying <laughs> that we're closer to Paul Rudd. Uh, so that being said, I'm, I'm happy for him, but he's not sexy. I wouldn't want to have sex with him. <laughs> All right, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's how you know. Okay, uh, Mike Wynand. Uh Mike is correct. Uh, he's thank 50. you. He's 52 years old. Um, I don't know if we could be happy for a guy who has infinite money and never has to work another day in his life if he doesn't want to. But he seems like a, a, a jolly fellow, and he's, he's probably a very good conversationalist. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's not sexually attractive. Um, <laughs> old. And, and that's how it goes. That's how so time goes. I'm against. Time is, a, is cruel. Pat is correct. You guys, oh, can we just can we linger on Mike? This is the most depressing <laughs> response that I think we've had in the history of the show. Um, kudos. Time to move over. I mean, he could be charming. He can be uh, a d delightful. He can be a good man, but he's he's not sexy. You just can, named. I just, just sent you a picture that completely dissolves that point. Oh yeah. Well, this is your your private stock of Paul Rudd yeah. ca candidates that you've taken of him. Listen, he's dreamy, but he's not sexy. Ooh, this is a nice photo. <laughs> mm. yeah, Robbie, look at the cover of the magazine. Come on, he looks like David Duchovny in his prime, and that's also <laughs> a sexy man. You guys, uh, I will say that we are probably sexy. not the four four people to decide this i'm, I'm actually gonna <laughs> change my vote to an abstain because uh i, I no, I, this is for or against not for abstain or against <laughs> that's enough. right sexiness is a, a state opinion. of mind sexiness is a state of mind 
And for the things that you listed, Mike, you said he's charming, he's funny, he seems like a nice person. Those are qualities that make somebody sexy as well. It's not all about the physicality. It's who you are on the inside that counts. And Paul Rudd is the sexiest man there is for all those reasons and more. Also, he's just a straight hottie. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Robbie. Pat, let's go to you. Okay. My, My first one is very similar to that. It's pogo sticks. Four against <laughs> whining. Um, not a great mode of transportation. I'll tell you that. Not going anywhere very fast. But uh, fun. I'm four. Have, have any of you ever been good at pogo sticks? Is that a thing you could be good at? Like, can you list that on a resume? Well, you could like, can you jump more than like 10 times in a row? No. Yeah. I'd say 10 is about right. Okay, Rowdy, you got you got some skills? Yeah, uh, 25 years ago when I last <laughs> pogoed. Um, so I is guess there aren't pogoing on the reg? Not on the reg, not anymore. Or and I, I don't I never owned a pogo stick. I always pogoed on my neighbor's pogo stick. But when I was able to pogo, I could go for quite a long time. I probably close to a hundred at some point. But are we saying four against? pogoing now or like at some point in our life pogoing the, the pogo idea. stick <laughs> the idea because i'm against it now that's maybe the last thing i want to do right now but when i was 12 years old it was pretty fun so i'm gonna say four mcfadden i am torn because i think when I was young, I really wanted to be on that pogo stick, perhaps because I didn't have a pogo stick. And so whenever pogo envy, I hear you. <laughs> pogo envy, <laughs> perhaps when the opportunity arose, um, you know, that I, I just wanted it so bad. And I think at one point I could probably do more than 10 pogo stick hops in a row um, in my prime. But it's, I mean, it's not a good transportation mode of transportation, <laughs> like Mike said. Um, but it's this also is coming from a long border. Yeah, <laughs> this is the pogo. Uh, I'm gonna have to say at this point, I'm against the pogo stick because there's a lot of engineering that goes into a pogo stick, and so they're pretty expensive as far as like kids' toys go. And I feel like if you own a pogo stick, you use it the first day or two that you have it and then you never want it again so it's kind of a waste of money you're probably better off finding a like a boat you're probably better off finding a friend with a pogo stick i'm against can i actually revise my four i said i was four (laughs) i'm still four but i think i'm also four as an adult because i think if you had like a home gym that would be like one thing to have i bet there's like you know there's health benefits to pogoing no there's not so yeah you work your you're going core. no you work as your a, core as a man in his mid-30s robbie you're going to injure yourself and almost put yourself out from being able to work out for much longer than you are going to be able to actually pogo stick and yield you know what benefits. i dare you all to chip in and buy a pogo stick i will accept that challenge i bet i could get up to 100 pogos in a row again and what amount of time in one you know without falling off but okay no but I'm saying, how long but how, i understand what 100 is but i'm saying how much time do you have to practice are you saying we buy it 
and you have two hours to knock out a hundred. I think I could do that. I'm not buying you a pogo stick until we go to a <laughs> go to a, a sensory tank. deprivation tank. Yeah. Are we gonna do that over Thanksgiving? I would like to. Okay. Okay. Think goes into a single spring. Um, <laughs> there's little foot are, pegs. There's handlebars. Things there's are forty the... bucks on Amazon. I think that's a reasonable price. Um, also, on the back of this one, it shows that in order to pogo stick correctly, you need to have knee pads, elbow pads, wrist guards, and a helmet. And then yeah, it... now what's your cost basis? <laughs> and it says not to to uh, pogo where when you go down, you then go to the side, which is like, of course, you want to go straight up and down. Like, that's why you can't do it forever is eventually you go sideways. That's kind of dumb. Anyway, um, I had a similar thing with Robbie. I remember when I was younger, like, I could only get like three, four pogos in. And I'm like, this sucks. And then I did it like years later, just randomly. And I'm like, oh, this is like really easy now. You just go up and down over and over again. And uh, I enjoyed that feeling of just being excellent (laughs) at something without like having to like try Try. hard. Uh, So I'm for it. And I, uh, I think Robbie could do a hundred. I have no doubts about that, but no, it is not a good source of uh, exercise at all. I mean, I don't even know if you're really working out your core much. You're just like going up and down slightly. Spring's okay. doing all the work, Robbie. <laughs> okay. I stand corrected, but I can still do a hundred. Why not? to you. Uh, daylight savings time. Uh, it is already, done uh, this one three times. Have we already? <laughs> we did it like a week ago. Okay. Yellow. We like three weeks. I think you did it. Yeah. <laughs> this is your third time doing what? it. Time, time has to no be in, in daylight savings time. All right. Very good. Yellow candies. Candies that are yellow. I'm talking about uh, lemon drops. I'm talking about uh, the bananas that come with runs. Uh, I'm talking about banana taffy. I'm talking about yellow starburst can any of you name a yellow candy why are they still made Mike? is is a, a werther's considered a yellow yes. candy or is that disgusting. brown i'm gonna call it's all still caramel. disgusting is caramel yellow no gold golden brown no. okay um yellow starbursts are maybe the only good yellow candy Those no good. they're bad I mean, as far as yellow candy goes, that's the most palatable one. I went like if I'm opening a bag of uh, you know pack of Starburst, I'm not going for the yellow one first, but I'm not omitting it from my consumption. I would go yellow Skittle over yellow Starburst. I'll give you that. Well, Skittles all are the same flavor. No, no, they're different what? colors. Yep. <laughs> no, look it up. That blew my mind. That blew my mind. You think it is? Your brain's doing it, but it's all the same. No. Mm-hmm. No way. All right, Robbie, you're going to do 100 pogos while <laughs> taste testing blindfolded Skittles. And you have In a century deprivation Skittles, taste. despite okay, their many no, colors, my... are all actually the same flavor. I found it. That's I figured it out. True. I know I know the yellow candy that uh, the best yellow candy is yellow M&Ms and yellow Reese's Pieces. Ah, I'm four. That's a loophole. He's four. Robert, are you four against? Well... Yellow M&Ms are amazing, but that's not really what all yes, it is. about. Yellow candy. He didn't yeah. say fruit flavored candy. He said yellow candy. Really? 
That's what he what said. said. But then he said lemon and banana. Yeah. And he he forgot about the delicious candy coated yellow chocolate scrumptious delicious candies that are M and M's regular. Okay, peanut, I am peanut butter. Well, this isn't fair though because I'm a man of two minds. I am extremely for yellow M&M's because they're the best yellow food in existence, but I'm extremely <laughs> against yellow anything else because it's horrible. Anything banana flavored, bad. Anything lemon flavored, pretty bad. Uh, it should be banned as a flavored fruity candy color. Rob gets it. Patrick. Uh, banana candy is definitely up there as the as one of the worst it's not quite black licorice level but it's close um i don't mind lemon candy but i wouldn't like search it out if it's there and i'm i'm forced to eat candy i'll be okay with it but i don't know how you guys aren't getting your minds blown that paul rudd is so all the same (laughs) Instead, you're just not believing. It's not true. You're some like QAnon you. conspiracy theory you guys have. I heard you say Fruit Loops, and you're right about that. I'm sure. I bet that Fruit the Loops same are with, the same. It's the same with Skittles. Why is it not true? Because you just can't handle it. It can't be true. I just ate Skittles like 20 minutes ago. These are different and flavors. No, it says if anytime you or the the science it even sa- it says you, right on here. It says the different flavors: lime. In this particular bag, lime, green apple, raspberry, citrus, tangerine. Well, that is a specialty Skittles. That is not a generic Skittles, but it still might just be those are the colors. No, but if you, the, you're wrong. No, if you well, they have different. Not. Here's what it is. They have different. I've, I've read this today. You know, the, the very, very uh, prestigious today.com. <laughs> they have different smells, which... I would say is part of the flavor profile of a candy. So they smell different, but he's right that they taste the same. But I think flavors smell and taste. You can tell the difference if you crush them up and snort them. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Your turn, Mike. First topic, gentlemen, um, requires a link. Now, usually we say, you know, are you for or against for you personally? I don't want to do that this time. I want to say, are against. you for or against the people that did this thing that Maybe. I'm sharing with you as a link? This is a link to uh, vice.com. And a guy had his leg amputated and he got the doctor to somehow agree to uh, save the leg meat. And I, he made tacos and he served them to his friends. No. Are you for or against? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he just like goofed him. That'd be a pretty big goof. Are you for or against what they're describing as ethical cannibalism? Robbie, let's start with you. No, against. <laughs> I, there's nothing else to say about this. No, no, no. Uh, you've never been curious what Pat tastes like? I told you no. <laughs> All right, Pat, I could see you eating a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm just looking at it. This makes me want to eat meat even less against mike you're headed towards uh, pescatarianism um is this gonna alter your um decision profoundly this is this is horrifying (laughs) why did you why did you do this like i wanted to make make sure none of my friends were (laughs) 
pro-ethical <laughs> cannibalism. Yeah. I'm also against. This is gross. Um, I like the people out there pushing the boundaries, but they cross the line. They went too far. Don't eat people. Ooh, it, also, who you, are these friends that are like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll taste it. I, oh, I fuck don't you. know. <laughs> guys, guys, if you scroll down to the last photo, it kind of looks like some pretty good stir fry. This quote, one friend had to spit me into a napkin. <laughs> Do you see this last photo, though? For real, it, it looks like a normal, well, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. of course it does. Still human leg and foot. Ugh. At least you know it could be done. Like, if you're ever in, like, a reenactment of the movie Alive, you're like, all right, it's been done. I can do it. Yeah, it can be done. All right, um... Let's go ahead and uh, Robbie, your next topic. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, speaking of Skittles, uh, did you guys all give out Halloween candy this year? Yes. I had it. And I just ate it. Nobody okay, showed up. Well, that, that's the question. A- after Halloween, after October 31st, Inevitably, you're probably left with some amount of leftover Halloween candy as the hollow as the candy giver. Are you for or against getting rid of your leftover candy? Whether it's throwing it away or just giving it away or giving it to nieces and nephews, getting it out of your house. Are you for getting rid of it? Or do you just like to gabble all those leftover candies up yourself? So wine and you kind of started. I've I've probably had more Reese's cups in the last 50, you know 10 days than I've had in the last 30 years. So um I wish someone would get them out of my house if any one of you could come over and get it out of my house. I don't know if I have the will against But you're but you're against you, you didn't get them out of your house and you're no, eating them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I mean, I don't want to ever eat anything ever again. Now, thank you very much Mike McFadden for his last piece. Um so watch me waste away. Uh, Pat, are you for getting rid of your leftover Halloween candy? That's fine. Did you get rid of your Halloween candy? Uh, it was all gone. We did a bowl. Um, oh, you did that. Please take one. And then some punk kid said, <laughs> I'll take the whole bowl. I didn't care how much people took. I was fine with that. He's an uh, you're, you're Screw the kid who comes at 6.58 p.m. and doesn't have anything left for him because he's late anyways. Exactly. Snooze versus lose. Both. Mike, too. So I currently have a pretty sizable bowl of candies, um, and I've, I've had one or two. I'm, I've been on a pretty good eating regimen lately. Um, so it, I, I've, they're, they're in the back hall. So I, One or two per I'm day? Tempted. No, period. Damn. Fun size three musketeers. Um, here, but here's what I wish I had done. We got one of those, not after trick or treating hours, trick or treaters, but a late trick or treater. It was a young kid who was going with his dad, and I should have dumped the entire bowl into yeah, his bag. That would have been yeah. awesome. And I did it. I would have made his year. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't have had all of this candy. I could have kept, you know, a small handful just in case we get somebody that you know comes a little bit later. That would have um, been a baller move. That's the move. So uh, I'm against keeping candy going forward. If you come at 6:30, expect to get three to five pounds of candy in your satchel. 
Um, that's under the presumption that a kid is carrying a satchel. However, he's transporting his trick. Does anyone carry a satchel anymore? Isn't a satchel just synonymous with bag? Yeah, if you lived in the year 1822. Okay. Maybe he does. Robbie, are you for Depends on what his costume is. So I am Mike Winand. I'm the same person. Have lots of leftovers, eating those leftovers every day. I shouldn't. Mike, too, you are correct. That would be a baller move. I think next year, that's the plan, is after 6.30 to start dumping it away. Yeah. So I'm for giving it away, but I didn't. (laughs) Hence the skittles. So a ring camera caught a small girl that went up and took one piece of candy and started to walk away. And then her dad ran up and said, what are you doing? And she's like taking candy. And he's like, did you take a lot? And she's like, no, I want some for the other kids. And then he dumps the entire bag into her or bowl into her bag. And basically it was like, screw the other kids. And she's like, we should leave something and like grab some and put some back. And that was caught on a ring camera. Oh just like God. asshole dad. Uh, that dad's name was Pat Lothian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, great. Thanks. Uh, let's go on to Pat. What's your next topic? Uh, 8K TVs. Mm. So we have 4K. Now, if you go to the Best Buy, uh, depending on the Best Buy, you might see a single 8K television set up. Is this something that we need? Is this something that you need? Is this something that even if you don't need, you probably will have eventually? I'm going to start with Robbie. I don't need it. I just bought a TV last week and tube tv it, it is a tube tv and it takes <laughs> two minutes to turn on and it's glorious it's four <laughs> feet <Great>. deep <laughs> and it's about 800 pounds <laughs> you don't need it i really don't need an ak tv the tv i got is 50 inches and it's the normal HD, it's not even 4K, and it serves exactly what I need. It's what like kind of monster are you? I didn't even know you could buy a non-4K TV. I don't think I've ever actually seen a 4K TV on. I don't, I've never watched a show on a 4K TV. I want to buy a TV now because have. of this. But I mean, I couldn't tell you if I had. And so the fact that like a, I didn't even know it existed, and now you're making this is i've never felt sadder than this <laughs> filming one of one of these shows than uh than right now i don't have the best tv people eat each other there's candy all over the world uh people are stealing candy from one another um and now i, I realize i'm two generations behind in tv um if i didn't know about it i wouldn't need it but now i definitely do so work <laughs> fadden I think that TVs uh, are going to continue to get bigger. I remember when my brother, my older brother, got like his first real job. He bought himself a flat screen TV and it was a 32 incher and it was like $1,500. Now, if you go to Best Buy, they will pay you to take the 32 inch flat screen (laughs) TVs. They're so inexpensive. It's absurd. Um, And like an 85 inch TV is like not 
that crazy like you we used to like go to apt to look at the 100 inch like flat screen tv and just like marvel at it when we were in high school and we're 15 inches away from from that being like just normal um so i think that once television screens are like literally capable of being the size of the wall like you're probably gonna want the 8k i think I think because you're just going to run into some, you know, resolution limitations as the TV gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I think that home theaters are going to become increasingly more common. Like your basement is just going to have in a like what we would today consider to be an obscenely large television. Uh, I don't think we're there yet, though. And I think that you could probably wait on it to right now. Um, I don't even know if there's any programming available in 8K. Uh, although I, I remember t saying that back when 4K came out and now most things are available in 4K or at least many things are available. So uh, you're, you're probably safe to wait on this one, but I think we'll all be living 8K lifestyles soon. Mm -hmm. Pat, I wonder, did you one? No, I mean, they're, I can't remember. It was probably like six grand at least. Um, and I, I remember back in the day when like the plasmas first came out i had a friend whose parents got probably like a 40 or 50 inch plasma and it was twenty five thousand dollars. dollars but i wonder how long it takes to go from like no content to like most of the content being a certain way and i wonder if that's changed a lot because of everything nothing's really film anymore um, it's all digital because like the switch to like 1080, it seemed like probably might have taken a lot longer because you had to get like all brand new cameras to be able to do that kind of thing. But I don't I don't know. Um, I I'm sure eventually this will just be the norm. Um, I don't need it at the moment, um, but it is kind of crazy. Like I, I had it reminded me of seeing like a 4k tv for the first time it was just kind of like holy crap that looks even in, better and more insane i think the only problem with uh like these fan like a fancier tv or whatever is after a month it's just your norm and instead of it like feeling like oh i'm watching something that's super cool it just makes everything else look shittier <laughs> um and yeah it's i like I've watched movies like on my phone before. And then like in my brain, I can almost picture like as if I was in the movie theater watching them because once you have the experience, it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't think it's necessary, but eventually I think we probably will have them except for Robbie, apparently. Important note. I just checked my Amazon purchase history and my TV is in fact a 4k TV. Okay. <laughs> I just had no idea. <laughs> All right. Thanks Rob. <laughs> Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. For or Against is brought to you by our merch store at foragainstpod.com slash shop. We've got stuff for sale there, and we get some of the money you spend when you buy something. So do it. Buy something. Foragainstpod.com slash shop. Uh, my second topic involves a, a link that I'm going to put uh, into the chat here. Uh, one of the topics that comes up a lot is electric cars, trucks, having trucks. Recently, we talked about we all wanting to be truck guys, but uh, weren't truck guys. Um, but I present to you the 2022 Ford Maverick, which is taking orders as of this month. 
it is uh, a twenty thousand dollar pickup truck. It's also a hybrid. Gets forty two miles per gallon. Uh, can tow something, I think, <laughs> uh, and uh, and looks like a truck. Um, is this the solution? I one, we're tastemakers. We talk about things, and then they just happen. So this once again proves that our listeners, our thirty listeners, are truly uh, powerful people. Uh, because they've made a thing. It also has like a plug in it, so you can like charge stuff. I don't think you can charge your whole house like with the F one fifty. But uh, what do we think? Are we Mavericks, Mike? You're the one who is closest to buying a truck. Does this make you one step closer to being a truck guy? No, I'm one step further away <laughs> from being a truck guy with this truck. Um, the, the photo says the Maverick slots into Ford's lineup underneath today's Ranger and should attract very different buyers. Um, I would agree. Um, it, the, the Ranger is like one of the worst pickup trucks, and this is underneath that. And they're using that as like an advertising, like <laughs> like that. That's how they're positioning themselves. Like, if you want a, a pickup truck, but you want it to suck, get a Ford Ranger. If you want it to suck even more than that, get a Maverick. This sucks. I don't want it. It looks like uh, someone was like, "Hey, what if we took this?" Uh, pickup truck and we made it look more like a toyota camry could we do that and ford's like yeah and they did this sucks here's a toyota camry with a bed on the back (laughs) yeah uh robert you were thinking about getting a truck how about this truck you're somebody who cares about the environment you live in a city um this is more maneuverable save some gas what do you think everything that mike too just said was perfect I can't say any better. And I'm, I really want this to work too. I, I really want there to be good hybrid trucks. Like I, I want that so bad. This is it. You just, yeah. Rangers look shitty and this looks even shittier. <laughs> All right, Patrick, what's the final say? Um, I don't, I don't know who this is for because if you're like a truck guy, you want like a big truck looking truck. Like this is very curvy. It almost looks like they were trying to make a truck for a female audience. Like the only people I could see is like if you were a really young person and you like needed the capability of a truck, but you only had $20,000 because I'm pretty sure trucks are pretty pricey that you could go for this one. Um, But I don't, I mean, you can make a truck that looks exactly like a truck truck that's also hybrid and also gets good gas mileage comparatively. So why does it look like this? I, I'm not sure. I guess I'm I, against I, well. I bet they did something like, cause you know, they have the Ford Escape hybrid. My guess is they probably took like the body of a Ford Escape or a similar vehicle and just chopped off the trunk and then maybe extended it by a tiny bit and call it a pickup. Cause that's pretty much what, it looks like a vehicle, like a car just with a flatbed. Yeah, it looks like I've seen before, like people who have made their own truck out of a car where they literally like, cut out the back like it looks like not a real thing uh i i agree with you pat i want to want this but i don't want this um <laughs> you know the, i was talking about when we were a couple weeks ago we were talking about trucks i was saying the one time i need a truck is when i go to ikea once every two years i could really use a truck mm-hmm. and this would do that fine but again i'm still only doing that once every couple years so i will find a different way to ship my Lindenberries and meatballs. You can rent a truck from Home Depot. Yeah, maybe that's the way. 
against. Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that your, you know, particle board flugtorg, you know, desk is going to like <laughs> flip it upside down because it's going to be too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen, along the lines of electric cars, um, this is interesting because we just saw a Ford hybrid pseudo electric um, truck. I present to you my topic, the uh, all electric uh, Ford F100. I'd like you to click on the link. Those of you that aren't truck people, um, the F100 uh historically preceded the F-150, which is one of the most iconic vehicles in the world. Um, So it looks like an older style truck, like almost like reminiscent of like the 50s or like pushing, you know, into the 60s or 70s. Um, Google F-100 so you get a sense of what this is. Ford has created a concept car that is basically this retro vintage vehicle, but it's all electric. I don't understand how Ford can get it so wrong and so right at the same time. I'm for this. Gentlemen, is this the electric truck that we should be putting on our wish list this Christmas? Ravi, we started with you last time. Let's go with you this time. Once again, Mike, two is right. This is badass. It satisfies my yearn for a hybrid and it looks cool. The only thing is, in reality, I'm probably not going to get this car because it looks like it's a two-seater um, I need more space and in my interior for where I'm at in my life right now, but this is a cool looking car and yeah. How do they get it so wrong and so right at the same time? It doesn't make I sense. I don't know. It's quite the enigma. Pat, how about you? Um, yeah, I think this thing's pretty awesome. Um, it reminds me of the car that I want, which is the redo of the electric or redo of the uh, VW bus, but it's electric. Um, and they even made one that looks like the original bus, kind of like how this one looks old school that they're thinking about releasing. I don't know what, where that's at now. Um, but it is, sorry, I just got a message from Slack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking recently, like, like, you, you see like old cars on the road and then there's like old car shows and people love these older cars and they all looked so different and so cool. And now all the cars look the same. And I always wondered like, why, like, have they tried to come out with a car that like looks cool now and it just doesn't sell well? I, I don't know. Cause like something like this, you think that people would really like, I, I don't need a truck. I don't want a truck, but um, this, this is a cool looking truck so I'm i think but, but by the way i think that idea of older vehicles tending to look cooler than newer vehicles i think part of that is just uh because of the passage of time like i recently i've seen people who are super obsessed with like boxy cars from the late 80s and early 90s that at the time we're probably like these look awful but when you fast forward 30 years they kind of be, get a cool factor to them I personally would like a brand new 1991 Chevy Blazer. <laughs> that would really <laughs> exactly. make my day. And it is interesting that the car company, that not a single car company has ever tried that. It's like, we're going to re-release 
1988 Jeep Wagoneer with the full wood panel. You know, Probably doors could, and, wouldn't and pass emissions tests or safety tests. But, <laughs> but they, they should just use the, like, they already have the design. Yeah. They have all the IP. Just shove an electric engine in there. I don't care if I only get 80 miles to the, you know, charge. If I could have uh, an all-electric Wagoneer, hell yeah. Sign me up. That's my next vehicle. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? F100? Uh, you guys should be judging this as the same way you were judging the Maverick in that is it a thing that you would ever really use? And no. Uh, this is a, a truck that only has two seats. Um, it This clearance on this thing, you couldn't pull into any CVS in America without scraping up the bottom of <laughs> your truck. Uh, it's like 14-inch like Tonka wheels. Uh, this is not a car that... Um, you know, it, it doesn't serve any purpose in your life. You're going to have it. You're like, it no, looks cool. This isn't a low rider. I wish this you had a real car. Wheels. No, this is not. Uh, this is not the car for me. Against. All right. Well, nostalgia is uh, is a toxic emotion. <laughs> Let's see something new that's cool. If if they made this a quad cab, I would uh, probably be in, in the waiting list. Uh, okay, uh, Rob, back to you. Last topic of the evening. Uh, bananas with multiple brown spots. Mm. Uh, Mike too. Now are we talking like dots, like speckles? Or no, no, talking... not speckles. Like you, you open it. There, there are either on the outside you see, like Jupiter has its great red spot, like the big great brown spots on the outside of the bananas, or you peel it and they're just like two or more mushy dark spots. Do you eat that banana? I'm of, I'm of, I'm of two minds here. Um, I, I'm repulsed by it. But I have, I have said to myself, is this fair? <laughs> if you, because if you think about it, when you, when you chew a banana, like you're just making it mush anyway. So you're just like, there's like a, a quarter second of time when it's like not the consistency that you're repulsed by. And I have eaten brown spot bananas before. And if you just, man up and say you know what this is fine you can't tell it, it's totally visual it doesn't taste any different now i don't like a mushy mealy banana but if it's like you have a good nice ripe banana and it dropped and it's got like a little bruise spot and you peel it back and you're like oh that's not so great if you just chew into that thing you'll be fine i'm i'm i, I think i'm maybe four but uh, sort of a caveat like i don't like an old banana skip but you got a brown spot? Sure. Man I'm up. really puzzling you with this one, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. I've thought a lot about this. <laughs> Pat, brown spotted bananas. Um, I don't judge it by its outside, but it's inside. So I'll always like take a look. And like an older banana, even if it doesn't have like mushy spots, the, the taste does start to go. Um, but if there's some big gross mushy spots i just cut those off and just eat the other part and i have no problem doing that and it usually tastes fine um i do have a thing with bananas though that uh when i was young i don't even remember who probably my older brother uh told me that um in the very bottom of the banana there's like a little like black thing in there and he told me that it was a spider somebody told me it was a spider (laughs) And still to this day, definitely I'll Ryan. <laughs> and I'll pull it off and I'll pull that bottom part 
like that bottom part's no good that bottom part's bad anyway don't eat it well that's good then wait wait what do you do that you to this day i peel the banana and then outside (laughs) and then i pull the peel off the nub i take the little nub at the end and pull that off as well so i don't eat the bottom of the banana yeah, but nobody eats the very like the 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 hard tip at the bottom. You mean? I didn't even know it was hard because I was pulling it off because there's a spider in it. <laughs> okay, so you are for eating brown gooey There's bananas not, i'm fine i'm for eating the part of it that isn't gross i don't want to do what mike does and just close my eyes and yeah that's that's not a way to live where how how is it getting these spots are these spots over their injury spots. or time their age At time yep okay injury spots i don't have much oops sorry injury spots i don't have much of a time a problem with mm-hmm. um but it is the uh, the time that that there is definitely a time that passed and I mourn it because there's always like two bananas that I bought that got shipped all the way from South America or whatever to my house only to end up in the trash. It's a <laughs> weekly ritual. It saddens me, but it's part of it. Because oh man, no, you got to peel those, freeze them, and then you blend them, and then it, and then freeze that again, and then it's like ice cream. I've done that before, but Ooh. it's a lot of work. And uh, it's not that much work, okay? So, we're um, then you don't have to banana, feel the guilt against banana flavored candy, but for banana flavored homemade ice cream, yeah, that's good because it's real, it's not banana flavored, it's to actual banana, yeah. All right, okay, so you're against, I'm against life? there's a there's a perfect moment of bananas, and I don't think I think you put a perfect banana up against any fruit in the universe and it wins, um, but. That moment is so fleeting and, and kind of a metaphor for life itself. <laughs> Very good. Okay, I agree Rob. with that. Yeah, against they're disgusting. Okay. Very good. Pat, last topic of the evening. Um Black Friday deals already coming out. So I'm usually against. I guess I'm going first. I'm usually <laughs> against like when things are crazy early, like four weeks ago they were putting up christmas lights in the park by us it's like that's that's a little too early guys. we've talked about that in the past yes but does is this different because you're like oh black friday it's nowhere close to black friday but like a deal is a deal so if you're gonna get a deal now compared to then and you don't need to like sit there and like search on your computer all day or god forbid go into a store like, does it matter? I think I'm for it because like, if I get a deal on something I want now, how's that a bad thing? So I'm going to go for, and I'm going to start with McFadden. Uh, you know, in, in this uh, socioeconomic, geopolitical, uh, industrial climate that we find ourselves in, uh, we're facing shipping delays, guys. Uh, the supply chain is all a mess because of COVID still. So uh, if you want to get your presents Thanks, Obama. for Christmas, you better start ordering today. So yeah, we need those Black Friday deals now uh, or else you ain't celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah. Uh, I'm for. Uh, Wynan? Um, I hate to break it to you. The the uh, Black Friday deals, being someone who's been in marketing, particularly around the holidays before, those deals aren't always the best deals of the year and they're not on the products that are the best they're usually just on the products that they have the most of. And so, um, you know, I'm perfectly fine stringing this thing out and, and really only 
uh, rather than having it be the cyber five days. Um, uh, because uh, it's all uh, a, f- a false sense of urgency, um, for the exception of this year. <laughs> there are, really aren't that many TVs <laughs> to go around. Um, so I, I'm for this. Let's end the, the panic. Let's end the, uh, the, the, the tyranny of Black Friday. Okay. And I guess we'll end with Robbie. I guess. Uh, yeah, and to pile on to Mike Two's point about the socioeconomic political climate we're in, uh, inflation rate, 6.2% higher this month than it was a year ago. So Ooh. prices are going up buy, across buy, the board. Buy. We need sales. We need discounts. We need coupons. We need promo codes. Give me those Black Fridays every Friday, every day possible. I want more of that all for black friday go all right thanks pat wine in your final topic of the evening go uh i've got a link for you um it's something that's coming to austin i saw an ad for this uh but it's been around since 2015 the drone racing league this is people very much like what we talked about in a very early episode which is watching people play video games this is watching people drive drones around in an empty stadium and then watching it on TV. Are we for or against this? Uh, Patrick, I know your answer. What do you think? Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but I don't like it. Oh, you don't like it. <laughs> so because wow. it's real, makes it, makes it less, <laughs> no, less riveting than real. esports. It's boring as hell. Like watching a little tiny thing that I've seen people fly and it's not yeah, but Pat, they're the best at it though. These are the best drone racers alive. These That's your argument over 100 from miles a year an hour, ago. and a professional I mean, drone like, racer clears well over 100 grand a year. It looks like a like a dog obstacle course. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't look interesting at all. I have no interest in that. I do like uh, the things that we saw like at the last Olympics, where it's like a drone show in the sky. I think that's much cooler than even fireworks because they make like giant pictures in the sky. I'm for that. <laughs> Synchronized swimming of the drone racing. Yeah. Michael McFadden, are you a drone racer? I don't personally race drones. I did watch this on TV at one point, but like probably five or six years ago. So this isn't super new. <laughs> um, no, but it's I getting think bigger. Would, it's now on NBC. I think this would be fun to see in person. I think that it would actually, I think you could actually feel a, a sense of urgency and I'm pretty sure they like, they put lights on them and make it kind of a spectacle, um, sort of like cosmic bowling meets drone racing meets uh, Mario Kart. I don't know. Uh, I would definitely be interested in seeing this in person. I think young kids would like it. Uh, young kids would like anything as long as you pretend to be enthusiastic. So I think this is something that I could faint enthusiasm for for an afternoon uh i'll, I'll go see this at the all-state arena uh sign me up all right how about robert i am currently watching a drone race and this sucks <laughs> <laughs> this is like at its best it's like watching a nascar race which you're just watching cars go round and round and round for a long time except that is a hundred times better than this because this is like death there's the risk of death yeah this you're enclosed in a small arena and 
there's nothing cool to see. Like you're, the lights are all off. You're just seeing some neon lights. And how long can you watch this for? Like the only bit of excitement is when two drones crash into each other. But again, you're going to... there's no fireballs or anything or any danger. (laughs) Yeah. I'm literally watching these kids taking their headset off now and being like, that was a good... Like, What if it was Squid Game style where the loser gets murdered? Oh, then that's wonderful. (laughs) What if you drive, like, ride the drone? um, (laughs) Yeah, give me something That's called an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I guess... Would you accept getting paid... 500 grand a year to be an announcer for this oh hell yeah <laughs> drone racing league yeah why didn't um have you sponsored a team no no uh not yet no this is uh this is stupid i don't know what the hell i remember when hockey when they did like the light behind the puck because no one could see <laughs> yeah. what the hell was going on i don't know that was How... that was before we had 1080p tvs yeah but I don't, I'm not going to know what the hell is going on in this. Um, they're like, I, I would be so confused. There's no way that I could be invested in it. All these people seem, they, I mean, I really need to see a human element uh, to this. Like American Ninja Warrior, where they're like, this person survived four house fires. And then they have them thrown, and I could get behind it. <laughs> you know but, what could uh, also make this a little, normal, a little better? Is instead of this being in a, a cold arena... Take this out to like beautiful nature landscapes like Sedona, Arizona, or like the Rocky Mountains. And then you've got like a much cooler battlefield to compete on. And then like, and then you get drone footage of these scenic landscapes. Then I'm intrigued. Weaponize but, these things. Put guns yeah. on the back of them. Make the drones fight like an eagle. Yeah. yeah. Seekers. Cool. All right. Say you do it in the middle of a city street. But the people walking around don't know there's about to be a race. <laughs> yeah, so I love that. There you go. <laughs> there's so many ways to make hour. this better. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, gentlemen, the last topic for the evening. My last topic. Uh, first off, quick question for you all. Are you familiar with the Miss Universe or Miss America pageant? Nope. Heard of I've it. never won it myself. But, all right. Uh... Well, are you gentlemen, I have shared a link with you, familiar with the Mrs. America pageant? This topic comes from my cousin-in-law, Michael Jant. Are you familiar uh, with this? Uh, And if not, I think you can figure it out. Use your context clues. It's a pageant for women uh, who are married. And I think they do all of the normal pageant stuff, wear gowns. Not sure if there's a swimsuit competition, probably some sort of talent competition. I'm imagining there's other events that differentiate it from the Miss America pageant. I don't know why a Miss America couldn't also be married, but maybe that's a rule that I don't know about. Are you for or against the Mrs. America pageant contest? Let's start with Mike Winand. Uh, this, I don't think there should be any pageants anymore. I think we as a society have, uh, have moved past it. Thankfully, I'm looking to see that uh, this is not been held since 2019 so uh maybe maybe we have we'll just all get to forget about it uh no miss america's dumb mrs america's dumb um against pat these people sound like wives ruth johnson cindy roberts (laughs) carrie strom carol i mean those are very wifey names (laughs) really mormon names (laughs) um yeah, I agree with Wynan. 
Uh, it seems like an odd thing to do. Uh, but there is a TV miniseries, Mrs. America. Let's check that out. Yes, there is. I haven't watched it. It sounds like this would make better. Are you, better. Are you, did you stop the podcast? Are you just watching the series now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Robbie. Robbie. It does sound like this would make for a better reality show than it would for an actual televised competition. But no, um, Mike is right. I'm against all beauty pageants. We don't need them anymore. Nope. All right. I think I'm mostly in line with you guys. Although I definitely would rather see this go on before toddlers and tiaras. That whole, I'm going to make my three-year-old look like a not three-year-old is, I don't get it. And I don't want any part of it. And they have so, fake teeth. Like they put adult yeah. teeth inside a three-year-old's mouth. And they eat human hey. beings. Yeah. So you see candy and Halloween. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think I'll be against this also. Although I do. I need to check out this show. It looks. Uh, sounds interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. That's it. Find us on Instagram at Forward Against Pod. And speaking of Instagram, do us a favor. Next time you're at an Airbnb or just a regular B&B for that matter, and they got one of those guest books, you know, the kind, instead of writing how nice the sunsets were from the back porch or whatever, use that space to plug this show. What are they going to do? <laughs> Throw the whole book away? No chance. <laughs> it has to start all over. Okay, Pat, say it. Bye. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense On ridiculous topics are you for or against Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against So turn the volume up, this is for or against